You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. Going on, DGC, coming at ya. I haven't said that full on in a while. I heard somebody else. Oh, I think it was, uh, you know, who Grow Mouse on one of his other uh, Ooh, shows. Coming at ya. He used it. He used it's coming an at honor, ya. It's an honor, man. It's an honor. I wonder if, uh, not that, I don't think anybody ever used that before I did. <laughs> but we're in studio, guys, today. You're going to find it's like the most uh, like common thing that uh, some ESPN guys used it for years or something, <laughs> you know? You subliminally stole it subconsciously. We have the video show. Is this a free video show or final? We got the site out, guys. So I don't know what the organization is now. If you members are going, I think you got to be a member to see the video show. No, you know what? We'll we'll release a, a limited, a shorter version or something okay, like cool. that. So you did the whole freemium tease, man. Just explaining to you how it works. Everybody else, you're always getting the audio, the MP3. Kick it, dude grows over on iTunes. Dude grows, but check it out on dudegrows.com. I've heard it's a lot more, a lot more mobile friendly now. Kicking ass and. Uh, yeah, looking do, doing doing really well. Yeah, it's actually really. Uh, I was talking to J.R. Token this morning. Actually, this, without further ado, I know Joe Rogan always says that one. Uh, ex- announced the executive producer who oh, yeah. who is J.R. Token man, who's just been killing it, helping me with members content. Uh, we've been doing this DGC video breakdown. He actually helped me develop the whole thing and started feeding me uh, uh, just amazing videos, man. So uh, what did we do last week? Uh, we did a couple Jorge Cervantes videos. Videos, man. So last week we put that one out for free. Uh, this week we got a sick one that's covering all sorts of, of organic treatments for mites. And no bullshit, man. I mean, three or four different products that they're using uh, in concert. And this is all over on Jorge's site. You can go find this yourself, man. But uh, we just broke it down and uh, and just talked about it. Guru, uh, J.R. Token, and I. Uh, that's over in the members section. So yeah, hell yeah, man. I just uh, I love what he's doing. I love the DGC uh, putting it all together. And if we are launching the site, let me give a uh, a shout out to uh, Jay Maestro, who has just silently just been doing all the graphics work. I mean, we have this decent sized site now. We don't pay a graphics guy. Jay Maestro is just our our resident man. You know, he is the uh, the volunteer maestro and i don't know what to say man that makes me uncomfortable when you <laughs> when you don't know, know how to compensate somebody so the only thing i could do is compensate you with my gratitude man and say thank you so much for all that work and it looks beautiful man everybody's talents are really coming yeah. together i digging love it, it digging it absolutely man i gotta say i'm putting a lot of of weight on the member section i really am you know it's great to take advertising. Yeah, there's a uh, place to take advertising, and you know we, you know, of course, we work with Hortolux and you know quality companies, Canna, those those type of companies, Spectrum King. But man, delivering you know unbiased information where there's no profit motive and there's nobody paying the bills except for the people that are benefiting. Uh, 
that's just that, that's my dream. And uh, yeah, the member section is cranking. I'm cranking out three pieces of content a week for the members, and you know I don't like to lock stuff down, but I'm going to be locking it down from here on out now that we got this platform. So uh, I'm pretty serious about that. I hope everybody joins me over on the member section and uh, makes it awesome. There's definitely some serious information. Uh, this morning we were learning about PPF and PPFD, and you see how this week I say that with confidence, <laughs> man, because uh, man, I learned something, man. Uh, Guru and I were doing a dropping science this morning i learned the difference between how you see light uh you know how we see light how a plant sees light and how a plant uses that light to make energy those are all different things you know i want to know how a dog sees light i want to try and you know people say oh it's like black and white or kind of like this i like i want to be able to have like try dog vision for half a day you know like something like you take a pill or something my temperature is always a couple degrees warmer and like uh, a dog. Yeah, a lot of work been done. Scotty, good breakdown. We always promised we wouldn't lock down the podcast, and we have not done that. And uh, there'll be more, plenty of more content to come. And But let's get on a little bit. You'll be hearing more about it as we evolve with the new site. Um, but I wanted to get one more bit out of the way before we get into what's growing on. Yes, sir. With Scotty. And uh, shout out to Way to Grow. Everything is on sale. What do they call it here? They got a big donkey. Which I like. The big the, ass sale. I like That's what donkey. I would call the it. The big ass store wide yeah, sale. Yeah. If you gave me a picture of a donkey and put me in charge of marketing, I would be like, bro, let's call it the big ass sale. <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, dogs don't like donkeys. Hey, did you see the video, man? There's this video going around. I don't even think it's a video. It's a text, rather. It's like a series of text messages. And it's this girlfriend like the, you know, that's always bringing the animals home. And uh, she's like, oh, look, I found this one sitting outside. It was so lonely. And the boyfriend takes one look at it and goes, the fuck? That's not a dog. That's a coyote. And she rescued a baby coyote. And she's like, but it's so cute anyhow. And he's like, get that the fuck out of our house, man. Woman, you've gone mad. It is the most funniest text exchange you've ever seen, man. What was I talking about? No, I know. Never mind. See, Scott is throwing the the trick in there. We did, of course, tune up heavily before the show. Uh, But way to grow. Big ass store-wide sale. Uh, hook it up if you guys are a Colorado grower, any other stores as well. Of course, anytime, get a $60 1,000-watt Horlux HPS. Just say you would like the uh, DGC Hort deal. No, D- that's DGC. They want the D- DGS Hort. Yeah. Dude, grow show Hort. You can buy a whole crate. You might be able to get a truck if you need it. I don't know, or just one. But that, that's always getting some love over there. So, what's going on, Scotty? A bunch. All man. right, now you're gonna have to. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All Damn. right, man. All right. First off, I'm gonna sneak. I will tell you. What do I sneak into your drink before the show so you can slow f down? What would it be? I don't even know. Like a little bit, a quarter dose of uh, Nyquil. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any like street drugs or anything. Look, I was sick as hell uh, yesterday. The day before, yesterday was like my real sick day, man. Where I had the you know the fever and the sweats and couldn't sleep at night and the chills and all that stuff, and. Uh, Man, I was talking to J.R. Token. We were working on some uh, video stuff. I was like, I think all I can do is sit around and watch YouTube, you know? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I start watching some videos, and uh, I was talking to J.R. Token, and I completely lost my train of thought, man. Oh, yeah. He tells me, <laughs> he goes, dude, uh, if you feel like shit, just eat a little edibles, man. Take a little bit of cannabis butter or something like that, but uh, it'll make you feel better. 
And I was like, you know what? At this point, I have nothing to lose. There's no possible way I could feel any worse. Even if I like went into an edible, like, you know, overdose, couldn't feel any worse because it just felt terrible. And so I was like, all right, man. So I made myself an espresso about nine o'clock last night, made myself an espresso and uh, shout out to uh, a Van Ripster because I used some of his butter. He's got this, uh, yeah, remember that co- yeah, it's like a coconut oil kind of uh-huh. thing. And I put a nice big heavy teaspoon of that in there. And I felt great. It took me about an hour. But after about an hour, man, I just had energy, which I really always... Espresso might have a little bit of a factor in that. You know what, man? I can drink a double (laughs) espresso and take a nap. You know, caffeine (laughs) just doesn't really affect me, um, or or not much anyhow. But yeah, it was the... Maybe it was in concert with it. I don't know. But it worked so well. And then, of course, I did the thing that you're never supposed to really do. Just go back and do the whole thing over again. Take another scoop and drink another espresso about an hour later that sounds about the right the right dose for that because i tried that at a teaspoon and i could feel a little bit nothing too much i just actually made some coconut oil in the uh magical butter machine nice and i've been trying to i was like being real you know I'm, i should be more like this the, the dive in but i'm like all right let's see i was trying to figure out the dose so i had like a quarter of a, a teaspoon real small yeah you know not much and i waited 45 minutes then i had another quarter of a teaspoon i could feel a little something and then the next day, I was like, dude, you just got to go to like a three-fourths of a teaspoon. Right. Some people are like, fuck, go for the tablespoon, man. Make sure it works. But Whoa. I wanted to know that it was – and it was a, two, it was a DGC strain and Island Sweet Skunk mixed together in a coconut oil. Oh, nice. So yeah, I'm, try, I'm just trying to figure out the dosage for you know getting um, having my wife be able to try it without – she's like always fearful of, that sounds great, but will – you know, how functional am I going to be? Right. I don't want to see the Pink Floyd – uh, so, but anyway, yeah, experimenting with edibles and putting it in, that's what I did on the way up today. Uh, you know, before I left way before I left my house, actually yeah, before the chauffeur picked you up. Yeah. W- yeah, exactly. Before my <laughs> chauffeur picked me up, Fair enough. I put a, a nice heavy, uh, I wouldn't say heavy, just a level, uh, teaspoon in my coffee. Right. And it's just the, del- it's like, you're like, man, I'm thinking, and then the delay and then it's like, oh, I think I could it's different with edibles, you know, then I could feel it come in pretty decent but it's not like a it's a the, the high high t not high thc but yeah i guess DG, the the uh it's working the uh <laughs> the uh dgc strain that's more i consider i guess high thc's because it doesn't get me very body high just right elated high but anyway sure. put some weed in your coffee yeah, you know i did like the combination <laughs> of it man it made it taste a little funky you know i didn't put any cream in it just put uh you know the coconut oil but why do you, I mean, so you had your first espresso with coconut oil at 9, and then you went back and had another one, like, at 9.30? At, yeah, something like, no, like, about 10. And I was asleep by midnight. Okay. Yeah, I was definitely asleep Man, by midnight. You not know? doable for me. I would not be sleeping. You know, I've heard, I once Googled it, because I was like, this is kind of weird, that because I, I fell asleep. I drank, like, a double espresso and fell asleep, and I was like, something's wrong here. And so, <laughs> so some people have a different reaction to caffeine, where it just doesn't jack them up. Yeah, it's people that have just burnt themselves out on all kinds of shit throughout their lives. You know, <laughs> those receptors are just fried. <laughs> what do you mean, man? What are you yeah. saying, dude? Ugh, no. all right. I'm, a, I'm a mellow guy, man. I've never been a speed guy. Yeah. Very, very much I a mellow guy, man. <laughs> yes, you can, man. Oh, shit. Anyway, man. Um, Hey. I do want to say, somebody did ask a question really quick. With the new site and everything, uh-huh. the nugs transferred over. If there's any problems with the nugs or anything like that, uh, just, just let us know. But it should everything should have transferred over. we got a true professional working on it now, so uh, uh, that should all be working. Um, 
Golly, man, I feel too too high now, too, man. What's, <laughs> oh, what's going on, man? Um, somebody was asking about if they could uh, give gift a membership to somebody using their nugs, and as much as I want to help everybody out and be as cool as I can. I, I understand that some people don't have $10 a month to, or don't want to pay $10 a month to be a member. That's fine. But I got people we're paying now. We're paying professional writers and, uh, uh, you know, we've got a payroll and whatnot and professional web guys. I didn't even know who, who's our professional writer. Uh, you know, actually I've been working with, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell you, I've been spending, <laughs> I've been working with the girl that wrote that awesome trichoderma article. Her name's Whitney. And uh, she, she writes for Way to Grow. I'm trying to find these real professionals, man, you know? I, 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 get, I think the DGC is the professional writers. Uh, you know, I do agree with you, man. And uh, shout out to Soup, who mm-hmm. is just, I tell you, man, people like that. But so I'm, try, I'm just trying to, to reach out to as much talent as possible. But I'm paying all these people, or we're paying all these people. I just one of those guys said, whoa, whoa, whoa. He just said professional writers. So sometimes then I would think, well, does that mean, oh, it's like one of those websites where they couldn't really come up with organic content, so they just had somebody go gather it for them and write it up kind it of It depends. There's all sorts of, yeah, there's bottom of the barrel, which you're like, yeah, you want me to write an organic composting article? Sure, man. And then there's people that are like, dude, I'm, I'm an organic gardening writer, and I'd be glad mm-hmm. to delve into a topic and research it for you. And, you know, I'm also a botanist or whatever, and so I can give you what that perspective. You know what I mean? So there's, I love spreading this information. There's yeah. so much great information out there. Like I said, we were just watching that Jorge video, and I just, I just uh, shouted out to him on Google+. Plus, Man, it was like great information. Thanks for spreading the word, man. It, it's so cool, man. So Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Speaking of spreading information, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you? Did you uh, need to take a deep breath, <laughs> meditate a little bit there? Maybe smoked a little bit of speedy wax out in the van. Could be. I was the only. I was smoking alone because we're all on different buzzes. Because a little bit. Because <laughs> I was smoking my own wax because I didn't want to get anybody sick. And these guys are actually must have been smelling smoking the couch lock. Were you at the couch lock Maybe. cafe, man? I'm drinking some water with caffeine in it, mixed in a little bit. Hey, who wrote the, or who posted, was it, uh, who was it, man, that posted that UVB kills spider mites article over on Google Plus? I think it was Baker. Yeah, D. Baker. That's who it was, man. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm going to throw that on the, uh, I'm not going to throw it up. I'm going to throw it on the uh, uh, website tonight when I get home. I see an article on the website, UVB. UVB Somebody put it on there already? Well, there's a link here in the format, yeah. Oh, you know what? Shout out, man. I think I asked Pothead Assistant to, to do it for us. No, I put that there. You did? Yeah. All right. I know I asked somebody, man. Somebody's looking out. Good looking out, guys. <laughs> Go team. Uh, anyway, man, uh, that is a really interesting article. They're using, like, UVB lights or what? Those They're almost like the suntan lights, right? I think he was saying he got a sunburn for leaving it on for a couple hours in his room. Um, but he's saying it, it disturbs the spider mites life cycle. Oh, this is one of these intense articles. Yeah, this is a real thank Bio you, man. One. Like, I, I got to go through this big like, abstract first. The references cited. Yeah, none of the references are cited by, like, he said that, or I was at John's Garden. You know what I mean? They're all, like, legit Dude, I heard references. You get three plus, bro. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, yeah. good article, something to check out. So UVB kills spider mites. Thank you, D. How? Baker. What are you going to do? I mean, is there a handheld light thing? Yeah, How he's we... got this little handheld kind of like a, something you'd put in like a reptile uh, you know, reptile cage or something like that. I think they need like the there's UVB. An actual, I know they have that, you know, the, the clean light. 
for powdery mildew and stuff, which right. I think is. I think that's probably very similar. I the think same thing. I think that's UV as well. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think need to UVC. know more. Like you walking through your garden and like just so you see mites and you just got to run the light by them or I you got to hold know. it for so long you know, over them. You got to get them a little tan first. The, he did it. Uh, uh, homeboy did it in, in the uh, comment section. He talks about it. He fried his plants. He did it a little too long and fried his plants. He said you got to be real careful mm. with it. But uh, D. Baker has some really good comments in there. So uh, definitely something worth checking out. I don't know, man. It's, what about in flowering? You know, is it going to affect my flowers depending on how I'm doing it? Because essentially, I'm getting. I didn't that... say go and do it. I said go check out the information. Okay. I'm asking too many questions. <laughs> I'm learn just more. telling you, it's interesting. It is. It is. Anything... I'll give it interesting for sure. Yeah, like anytime I see like kill spider mites when I'm reading the newspaper, I'm like, hmm, I'll read this article. I hate <laughs> spider mites. Cool, cool. Um, what else can you get into or should we just bounce around here a little bit? I could, uh, tell you about a really cool article I was reading. I could yes. give you some fungus gnats information. I think I'll tell you about this article I was reading before I forget some of it. See if my brain was working really cool in the Westward out here because there is, uh, the Westwards are local. I guess, what do you call the Westward anyway? What do they call it on the front of it? I don't know where you buy weed. No, it's. Like a, a, a local rag for entertainment, but they do. It's not like their news stories are are BS or or, or shit like that. Like, it's but this an, is something where this is like a publication, like a subsidiary of the Denver Post. It's yeah, mostly true. meant for like bars and you know young them young folk. You know, whippersnappers. The whippersnappers, yeah. And it looks like they're pretty uh, happy to take cannabis money as well. So this article is uh, titled uh, "High Performance." Combine curious cops with stoned volunteers, and what do you get? The weird science of the Green Lab. Wait, I don't even understand. <laughs> I want to know more. This sounds good. So, you know, they do, you know, back in the day, I didn't know this fully, but it makes total sense. They would do, uh, they would do wet labs. So, like, a wet lab is a controlled environment for people to consume alcohol that invite and have uh, law enforcement hanging out, making observations, then, t- you know, doing roadside sobrieties and stuff like that, and just all in a controlled environment. Oh, to help, okay. You know, to help a, uh, the DREs. Now, you know what the DREs are, man? No. Drug, I don't think drug, I want to help them, though, man. Drug recognition expert. Yeah. So, like, a DRE only... I don't know if we can coax this story out of Guru, but Guru's got a cop friend that uh, tried to be a drug, ne- drug recognition expert on him. Yeah. Uh, he's being quiet. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> We were hanging out one time, and I had just gotten done smoking and came down. He was like, do you want me to give you a field sobriety test? Like, just, just to see, so you, yeah. so you know if, like, you sure. ever get pulled over and you've been smoking, if you'd pass or not. Hey, hands up. Who doesn't have any cop friends here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with the field sobriety test, you can fake the alphabet thing. You can be drunk and do the line right. You can't fake the I thing. Gotcha. Where they're tracking for like the involuntary eye movement, right? So he did that, and I passed with flying colors. He, right. was, he was like, "I could tell you're kind of fucked up on something, but I'd have no grounds to stop and and no clear eyes or anything. No, you... no clear eyes, or right? Anything. He said that technically, I mean, as long as you don't get super paranoid when they say something about your eyes, right? There's a ton of excuses for having sure. red eyes. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I've been crying. But yeah, <laughs> I'm emotional. Pass my field sobriety nice. test. All right. Well, this so that this is the Green Lab, man. So what they're doing is they put this guy that used to be, I got to give him credit, man, cuz he's uh, uh Chris Chris Halser 
Um, he used to be with the uh, what the, the TSRP. Are you familiar with the TSRP? That's, that's like the traffic safety resource prosecutor. So what oh. he does in his position is he, he sets guidance What's for... What's the worst word there? Traffic, safety, resources okay, and prosecutor is the worst word there, man. Well, he, he he's his his history is that that was his job, and the traffic the TS the traffic resource something prosecutor I can't even say sure. again for God's sakes the TSRP he's trying to make sure like he wants if they're doing their job fair like the relationship between the the officers p- pulling people over right. and getting the correct information to the prosecutors because the prosecutors don't want to waste time sure you know in court and be like dude what what the hell's all this this was all a waste of time you know so let's get you the right information on how to be potentially a DRE, a drug recognition expert, which I didn't know if you're a cop that pulls somebody over and you're not sure of what's going on, if there is a DRE you can call, you can have the person wait there while you call a DRE because if a drug recognition officer is the one that got you, that said you were, you know. But most of the time when you wait there for the second cop to get there, you're waiting under your own free will. All you have to do is ask, am I being detained or am I free to go? Yeah, true, true. I'm in my 40s, man, okay? So I hate when I go to a bar and they go, I need to see your ID. I'm like, you can't see the gray hair in my beard, man. You don't know that I'm 40. So if I get pulled over and a cop goes, well, I'm a cop, but I don't know if you're fucked up or not. So instead of, you know, obviously you're not fucked up, but. Let me see if I can get a drug recognition expert in here just to see if we can maybe squeeze a little money out of you. I don't see any way to squeeze now, any now, money out of you. Now, wait a minute. How do you know but... it doesn't have to be that way? They might be getting somebody off the road that doesn't need to be on the road. I mean, don't well, be then a... they should, a cop initially should be able to figure that out. He goes, dude, you're fucked up. Cops I see could you're, have... driving was, you're driving like shit, and I pull you over, and you're acting weird. You're not driving no more, man. I don't need to call well, my maybe, buddy the DRE. Maybe they're really good with uh, alcohol, and they're like, look, I don't know. I don't have much experience in the field with uh, with with methamphetamine or so this me, other drug. I need a DRE to get an opinion on this before I feel comfortable letting the person go. Well, were you driving like shit? <laughs> For, you yeah, know? I, if you weren't driving like shit, and when I'm having a conversation with you, are you cool? Yeah. If everything's okay and you weren't driving bad, then sorry, I gotta I let you, you go. I, you. I mean, this does sound like a police state a little bit, where we're just looking. If you're in public. God forbid, man, a cop, you get in the eye of a cop, man, he's going he to put you in jail. Usually, it's usually the case with, with, before, I mean, this all ties in with the story that I see is you have to typically have either done something or radically had, there's usually a reason, you know, there's usually, we've seen it before with um, some people in that, whatever, friends of friends, however you want to say it, where the reason they got pulled over is they had, the vehicles they were in were not registered, had warrants tied to sure, plates, et sure. cetera. There's one reason. Um, you know, obviously, if you crash, you're speeding. Typically, though, like you say, there's there's not cops out there with hard-ons, I believe, just unless they're out on a weekend night maybe and they're on the beat and they know they can easily catch some drunk people or they're doing like a field sobriety. Yeah, I've think they have hard-ons if you have two beers and try to drive to you know someplace. it can happen though you're right man uh another friend of a friend blue point oh eight or something like he had yeah. two pints yep two pints and an appetizer and he got stuck in that freaking uh program shit you know pissing and yada yada just the whole that was a good example of a whole money scheme anyway but it can go a lot of ways let me get back to the story real yes, quick sir. so basically this dude that that the 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 Chris Halsor he left that government job being you know the traffic research prosecutor and he right. saw what was happening here in Colorado and he's like look I want to do I don't have a stance on trying to get all I want is you know the best information possible and I also want officers to understand 
what's going on if they can with high people. So he's putting on this thing where you get these, the green labs. So the green labs set up in a parking lot at a hotel here in Colorado, right? And they park literally a fucking Winnebago at the end of it because it's legal to smoke in a Winnebago. Blazebago. And it's located in North Denver area by a bunch of dispensaries and shit. And then he invites in law enforcement officers from around the country, whoever wants to come. You know, it's a pretty penny ticket. Gets a lot of, and then they can stay at that hotel. So there's a bunch of cops in that hotel, and 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 then the people before they go into the Winnebago, they go in and meet and greet with the cops. So they set some rapport and whatever, and then they go get high as fuck, man. They they have like in the Winnebago, they got like a dab rig, right. they got a bong, they got pens, they got edibles, all just thrown all out over the Winnebago. That clown they dress up as a cop. And what do you think they, of that guy? They let people do whatever they want. You know, like you don't have to dab if you just smoke flour and you want to do that, do that. You know, and then they got a control. The control they had in this one was a a, a vet. I believe that had an injury. So he walked with a limp, which is kind of unfair, right? He's the guy that's not going to consume anything. Right. And then they had only one person in the group consume uh, beer with their weed, but not anybody else. They're just trying to throw all these variables into the officers. Uh, So basically, then they go back in and, you know, and they hang out in different areas and the the cops get to walk around and give them field sobrieties, ask them questions and guess who's uh, over, who's under, who's the one that was sober, who's the one that was on alcohol. And the whole, and then they also go out for a day in different groups of two and visit all a whole bunch of dispensaries and try and you know get a feel for what the hell's going on out sure. here. Be around people that smoke and consume. And in the hindsight of the story, like I kind of liked that. Or that's good. We're familiarizing law enforcement. Like I don't think we're giving them a. Some people were like Torwell. If you're volunteering for the Green Lab, you're just going to help people smoking weed get busted, bro. And it's like, well. I kind of want law enforcement to understand how it is when people right. get high and shit. Right. So anyway. They might have to think to their actual life experience about all the people they know in their real life that smoke weed. Well, this prosecutor here knows, the ex-prosecutor, that chief right. one, he's like, dude, all this shit now is – all the articles and things out – that science proves we don't have any good way to test these, man. They wouldn't release the information, but last year they said something like 300 marijuana-only DUIs. Like, they said it, well, we weren't really happy with uh, the amount of time wasted on convictions. Jurors aren't convicting for somebody that's just willing to use cannabis, and we need to, and we can't rely on these roadside devices and shit, which was good to hear him say that his head's there. So, you know, and they're trying to make headway is all. I, I, I like that they're trying to do that. Although, look at the picture of this this cop right here, Scotty. So we got that. We got a happy cop, maybe guy, and, and in the right. background we got this guy. I don't know if you can see him, but we got a. He looks like he looks like just like he he's looks like he's like, participated, bro. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, guys, <laughs> it's a good story to to show the interaction with law enforcement trying to learn what the hell's going on. Am I the only one that thought print media was dead? You know, I mean, they still sell uh, beer and, and weed coupons, man. Dude, 70, I was you got a place for your $79 ounce, man. Uh, yeah, well, I had to get some research for Friday's show. I'm going to look at all the pr- the prices on here and what's going on out in Colorado because they do advertise a lot of pricing on here. But then I did. I stood up outside of uh, the, the studio today while uh, Scotty and Gruber were working on a, a track. Ooh, that sounds smooth. Huh? You guys are working on a track. Yeah, man, we were dropping a track, man. And uh, I was standing up reading the Westward. I'm like, because I just sat on my ass driving up here, and I was like, ooh, this reading, it's kind of, it's nice to not look at a screen. It felt like it was itching a better part of my brain, you know? Yeah, you should be wearing a hat and taking the train home, man. Like, you could be on, like, the Mad Men TV show or something, <laughs> you know? I like that. All right, all right. But I just want to cover that article, man. I think it's good for law enforcement to start to recognize 
Hopefully, I don't know. It's gonna. It depends, bro. It's good if they want to empathize. If they go, hey man, let me, uh, let's really understand what's going on here. Okay, I see that this really is doesn't. If this isn't alcohol, let's not treat it like alcohol. If that's yeah. the consensus, awesome. If they're saying, hey, this isn't alcohol, it sure is hard to. We we sure do want it to pull people off the streets if they're and and and. Uh, uh, you know, punish them if they we smell any cannabis on them or if their car smells like cannabis or anything like that. We definitely want to punish them, but, gee, they're not driving fucked up, so how do we do it? You know, if cannabis is easy to smell, man. That shit will stink up your whole car. You smoke, a, you know, a hit off of, of, of a bowl, and it stinks up your whole car, man, you know? I mean, cannabis might be one of those things, right, that, I, that makes sense. It'll be, well, obviously, there's no way to prove it other than if that person is you know totally impaired right it's yeah. seen in the roadside they yeah. crash their car whatever if they are pulled over with any amount of cannabis in their system then and we already know enough jurors aren't willing to convict this shit it's just like, okay well that's it's precedence has been set i guess Man. I, I, I don't want any of the handheld shit you know or any of that i get it with alcohol it's very conclusive you can tell i mean granted people at different levels of alcohol can handle you know driving differently but regardless Testing roadside for alcohol with a breathalyzer and shit makes sense to me within reasonable levels. This below point one shit or whatever. Yeah, is that point like, oh eight hey. shit is bullshit, man. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's take a quick break, man. If we can uh, put Guru on point, set up turbo break. We'll be back. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna smoke this time. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Check it all out at the new dot com. Definitely give us feedback. I think this guy's got a little bit to talk about that coming up. And uh, smoke with you in a minute. Yeah. Something to the roach ain't leaving nothing. Roll another, keep it coming. Don't know what you got in yours. I can tell you what's in mine. Cinderella 99, Hindu cushion, cherry pie. What you used to grow it with that mocha guano. Mocha guano. Organic in the sativa OG Taro. I was burning when I smelled the smoke from someone else's blood. Said, What is in that stuff you puffing on? Reminds me of a skunk. He was smoking Indo. She was smoking out. And if there's brown weed and they blunt, we must be in the drought. Cause only the highest grade we blaze. Got enough weed to last for days. And whatever was in that back would got my mind in a purple haze. What's in that weed we smoking? Behind the shadow side the neighbor's yard I grew that shit straight up With shotgun shells of recharge I'm rolling up at least 16 pounds of dank again If weed is money then I'm rich I don't care 
just grow that shit and we don't care. Recharge it and give your neighbors their share. Right, you got a couple shout outs, Scotty. A little bit more to cover on your what's growing on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna call it WGO from now on, though, for the rest <laughs> of the, the, the eternity of the podcast because we just did some abbreviate. I guess it's when you get into the what TSRPs and the DREs, and now we're doing WGO. Maybe it's more when you're military or law enforcement, you start to abbreviate more shit in your life. Wow, man, I don't know what we're like, talking about now, man. Honey, can you get me some PCs, pancakes, you know? <laughs> just start abbreviating everything. <laughs> like Your whole sentence is abbreviations. I like go it, Go get man. some CWs, chicken wings. I don't know why I'm talking about food, but anyway. XYZ PDQ, man, all right? There you go. Yep. It's the only whole sentence abbreviation I know, man. EA, badass. <laughs> get into it. What do you got? All right, man. You know, I want to shout out to uh, Grow Mouse, who uh, was talking to you yesterday. I chatting with him a little bit. I seen he's released a new video. Um, we're talking about, he's, I guess there's that, uh, what is it called? The Growers Roundtable. Do I have that right that those guys all participate in? I believe so. I think it is called the Growers. Yeah. Yeah, on Fridays it's right. 7 Mountain, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that seems pretty cool, man. I'm going to have to check. JR Token actually sent me over a link of it, and uh, you know, I was kind of clicking through there a little bit, man. It seems like a good time over there. You were on that time one, one time, weren't you? Yeah, I've been on there once. Very cool, man. So shout out to those guys. Um, shout out to the Emerald Cup, man. The Emerald Cup sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, is that going on this week? Is that right? Or next week? I don't know. I can say I've heard of it. It sounds very cool. I can't officially shout out to it because I don't know much about it or I've never right. done it. Right. I'm not fake like that. <laughs> but it does sound pretty. You said Grow Mouse was going, right? Uh, I don't know. I it no comes idea. like I believe it's all tied in with their outdoor harvest season, right? Because I mean they in with time to cure a little. Because I don't when when does harvest come down in Cali? Does anybody know? I mean I'm sure a couple times, but isn't the big the big one ties in with like fall as it does out here? I think like maybe October. October, mid October, late October, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I would say it would certainly depend on what you're growing. You know what I mean? There's going to be a couple weeks difference there, but uh, yeah, I would imagine. I can't imagine it's too much different than mid October, right? So, yeah, I think it ties in with that to harvest a bit and get people to compete and have obviously plenty of cannabis going around for right. everybody. But, uh, yeah, that does sound sweet. It sounds like something that should be on my, my hit list, not my bucket list. I like to say hit list. <laughs> All right, I'm shouting out to the content creators, man. Cool. So Girl Mouse with his awesome videos over there, man, got, got nothing but love for him. And I actually reached out and called Soup the Gardener and made myself a new friend. And, dude, I'm going to learn me some organics. He, he's got some great information. He's just a cool guy. Uh, and he's good. Kind of, he's, he's a good talker, man. <laughs> yeah, does he have that? Why did you go in the cowboy accent? Oh, he just doesn't have the, you know how sometimes you talk to people? Because it's pretty weird when you say, hey, he's a good talker. If I just say, he's a good talker, it okay. seems okay. completely nonsensical, man. But, you know, he's able, you know, he was able to uh, put his thoughts together real efficiently. And somebody I want to get on, Mike, uh, maybe some more members content coming. He's a good orator. Orator. I heard he converses well. Yes, we really had a rapport. So, just to keep making fun of Scotty, go ahead. Anyway, man, so he's got some great articles out, and, you know, I really do want to step my game up with organics. Organics is one of those things where I can follow a recipe, you know, I can bake a cake, basically, but asking me what everything does and why, I, you know, I can't answer all that, man. That's sprouted seed tea. What are we doing there? What, what's the point of it? You know what I mean? So I want to learn this kind of stuff. Did you call him a diamond yet on the mic or just on the format? 
I did I, I'm reading did, a sentence here, guys. It says, spoke with Soup the Gardener, and this guy is a diamond. He's a diamond, <laughs> man. That's right, man. He's, he's, he's a superstar, uh, man. So we're going we're gonna to put him on and, uh, and start doing some content together. And cool. And I'm going to start learning right in front of y'all, man. Hell yeah. How are you going to do you that? Know, You're originally, happy. my You're thought was I just, have, I just have to stay one lesson in front of the, in, in front of the, uh, the uh, students, man, and I'll be fine. But at this point, I guess I'll just take the lesson with the students and we'll all be learn careful. together. You've talked about learning organic gardening before and nothing came of it. You're Are too, you sure? I'm, I'm sure. pretty sure I've been reading books all about it, man. The and day you're, up. you're brewing up barley, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it no, might I turn into beer. Yeah, I'll probably like let the guru come over and brew up a you know a barley tea or I don't know it just don't sound air, like airlift brewer in the mix yeah we do have an aerated brewer or a vortex brewer that we're building but it's all this stuff in the beginning man when you're just when you don't have a lot of time the first thing I wanted to do was to develop a system that would allow any you know I just wanted to refine that hempy system to make it so you can grow a harvest, man. You can go and, and put some seeds. Go go order a 10-pack of seeds. Pull the males. Go get yourself a 400-watt Spectrum King Light. Throw it in the closet. Go buy yourself some tubs from Home Depot. What do you mean refine the hempy system? Because the hempy system originally is just you know a, a, a bucket with some uh, perlite in the bottom of it. You know, so you top you top water it once a week or something like that. And but what's above the perlite in the original hempy system? Cocoa. Okay. You know, I'm not changing it. What I did is just daisy chain them together is all okay. I did. Put be a- careful with that refined word. Hempy be up on here. He's probably got a trademark, copyrighted. He's going to get on your ass. I don't know about that, but he hates when people try to change his system. I have seen that when I was originally looking in the forums. He's like, hey, go try to change it all you want. Screw it up, okay? <laughs> you know, I don't know why it works. It just works, all right? But I daisy chained them together. It made it really easy. And that was my first goal was saying, hey, guys, A and B, once a week recharge, and you can grow yourself a good, you know, some medicine that's gonna if you got a stomach ache or whatever medicine that's gonna gonna make it work as i've been learning more more about organics um i've been learning that the a and b just taking a and b it really doesn't give you a complete medicine i do believe that it's leaving out a lot of the micros and a lot of the things i think that make cannabis or, or you know organically grown cannabis into that magic medicine so i am looking to uh to learn a little bit more about that I'm not telling you that I'm going to be sprouting compost, you know, or, or barley teas anytime soon, but I'm interested in it. You know, that's why I'm yeah, building. I want to hit it from all sides. My analogy I just came up with. I don't know if we used before. This might be a new one. It's like synthetics. Your cocoa A and B and different synthetics we've used, or I've used Arc Green Solutions. You know, your plant can live on that just fine and actually yeah, do pretty well. Just like if you're a person that takes, you know, a liquid multivitamin or something, but. Right. Or instead of taking a multivitamin or some type of all-in-one package, you could just eat really well and wholesome throughout the day, which sure. plenty of people don't either have the time or desire or whatever to do, you know? Can't I, I like just have the surgery? Yes, you can just have this surgery. <laughs> okay, but fair enough. But that multivitamin, there's people are always talking about it. You know, when when they analyze those, they're going, "Oh, they're all just locking each other up." You know, you got forty things that are supposed to be found and processed naturally in food and naturally coaxed out of fiber and a little bit of nutrition at a time coaxed out of fiber, and instead you just fucking jammed it into a pill. By the way, it's not even in the form. That, uh, that your body absorbs. I only do the liquids. Yeah, I don't like the pills, but and then I inject them. I don't take them orally. Yeah, man. I have uh, Nurse Jackie come over and uh, you know give me my vitamin B12 shot. 
I hear you. I hear you, though. I do believe there'll be different attributes in, in the cannabis. Uh, com- you know, not completely, but a strain is a strain, but it depends on the inputs you're putting into it for sure on what you're going to get out of it. Yeah, because cannabis is pulling, you know, a pulling, you know, out of the soil. You know, it's pulling mm-hmm. whatever you put in there, heavy metals, uh, you know, nutrient, whatever. So, yeah, it does concern, you know, not concern me, but I just, you know, everybody's using this as medicine. You know, this is medicine for sick people. And I wouldn't, I would want to give somebody something organically grown in living soil. I think that's where you're going to get the most complete medicine, complete. Think about what straw, when you eat strawberries, you can have a strawberry that just tastes like nothing. Yeah. You know, or you can have one where you're like, this is straight from God, (laughs) you know? So I don't know. I'm just just seeing the difference. I'm trying to learn. I'm hoping soup can uh, can show me the way. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Hang on, one last thing, then I'm gonna let you talk talk forever. But I am super geeked about this. All right. Yes. So you know, I've been listening to those uh, Audible books, "The Hidden Half of Nature" by David Montgomery, and uh, uh, "Dirt: The Evolution of Civilization" by uh, by David Montgomery. So I'm like the country singer, David Montgomery. Uh, you're kind of close, man. He is a rock and roll singer, man. I, uh, so I googled David Montgomery. I found you know he's a, a teacher or a professor over at was it Washington State? I can't remember where it is. Um, and so I found his email and I emailed Stalking. him. Stalking. Yeah, I made sure. I was like, I'm a huge fan, dude. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, the dude was full on cool. Emailed me right back. Was like, yeah, man, I am actually usually mistaken as older dude. Man, he kind of looks like the you know, <laughs> like uh, no, and I shouldn't say old. He looks like the dude like uh, when he's carrying the milk carton. You know, yeah, in the yeah. beginning, early dude. Okay. <laughs> you look like young dude, okay? okay I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, man, but uh, the guy was full on cool, and I told him how, you know, I'm trying to, you know, learn about the, you know, soil life and soil biology and spread the word. And homeboy was like, fuck yeah, I'll come on, man. I'll help you guys spread the word. You know, so I cool. think that author of that book, David Montgomery, might record a couple segments with us about soil biology, microbes, the connection between that and, and, and cannabis and, and health and medicine. Yeah, I got some good questions for him for sure. No, it's my, mine, man. He's oh, mine, man. Oh, I can't be on that. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not allowed on that show. No, of course you are, man. But I'm super excited about it, man. And I'm just loving the fact that we're able to communicate with these these caliber of people and just really step up the knowledge. Yeah, totally, man. It's That'd a journey, sweet. man. I always say it, man. A fool who learns from his follies will one day be wise. Let me know. Oh, you did forward me that email. I will get on that scheduling. All right. Let's see. I'm going to get a little, uh, two more things here I got to cover. Get a little real honest, man. But get into the grow talk a little bit. A little bit into the grow talk. I got a buddy that... Uh, Isn't a cop? Is not a cop. He <laughs> is uh, has a job in the... I don't know if you want to call the real world. I don't even know what that means to say. We have a job in the real world, don't Dude, we? Really? I just got it. My friend came over to visit me, man. He's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, growing. This is back when I was growing. And I was like, what do you do? And he was like, he told me some insurance thing. And I remember I just kept on getting stoner, stoner. I, I go, what do you do again, man? You know, it took him like three times, and I still don't understand what the fuck he did, man. Something <laughs> in insurance and a big tower. Well, this guy's some sort of an engineer, day job, whatever, night job, other job. He, uh, I think with some other guys, they got a brewery going, a cool brewery. I'll do shout out to uh, 38 State and 
basically they have a uh, IPA called 419.9 I've mentioned before on the show. <laughs> nice. That's pretty actually a pretty good one, fairly sessionable if you will, which usually IPAs you got to be careful with. Is this a Colorado company? Are we the 38th state, man? I don't know. I believe we are the 38th state, and I didn't even know that cuz I asked him what's up with 38th state. <laughs> right. And, but uh regardless, uh, I hooked him up with a seed a ways back, just one a seed from the uh man, I even forget the strain. But um, it was a heavy indica. Man, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's not not the most important thing. Feminized seed. Right. He planted it straight up in. I forgot the mix. It was either like it was. In, it might have been ocean forest. It might have been roots. So it was an enriched starting mix. Okay. You sure. Know? Something tells me he didn't do shit other than just water. Right. He popped the seed <laughs> straight up in that mix. And then I was like, okay, you know, you're, you don't, you're not going to need to do anything for a while other right. than water. I mean, right. for sure. And he had it in a kind of a spot that only got maybe three, four hours of direct sunlight a day. The rest was shaded on and off. So the plant wasn't being pushed super hard. But, yes, what was in that mix lasted almost the entire time, all of veg, the beginning part of bloom. Not this guy has no growing experience. Right. Just going out and watering every once in a while. And then I'm like, shit, you need something going into bloom. So I gave him a little of Botanicare's Growilla. Is what it's called, and it's a dry mix okay. that's supposed to be a good all-in-one top dress. Uh, they said they kind of they didn't say this, but I think the 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 inkling with it is for outdoor growers to be able to go out and just you know throw out a top dress on shit um, and happy things up. So he did a little top dress. I'm using a hand motion here, guys, right now, just throwing some shit down. Right, and then didn't ever fertilize this plant again. I think he pulled off like three, almost like a QP or something. No growing experience. It's like, dude, super easy, guys. Don't forget that. We, uh, don't say enough. But you should grow your own if you're listening to the show and have the opportunity, even if you're doing just that, just one plant, you know? Um, and I know it can be tough with having the space or if you're still in Prohibition and, right. and all that jazz. But I've been getting really stoked with uh, some of the things I got coming up. But I'll talk about it, about what's going on in my grow. So I just want to remind people, it can be super easy. One seed, QP, right, end of I a guess? season, no lights. No indoor grow, no worries. I mean, at least here in Colorado, you're right. allowed to grow up one out, outside as long as it's out of sight. But anyway, I'm going to go into my grow tip of what's growing on. Uh, fungus gnats, man. I had somebody chime in. I don't know if I have who it was in here, but if I do, I'll shout out. Do you remember Dr. J with the fungus gnats, how we yes, met him? The, the he blow was the crazy torch. guy that had the blowtorch killing fungus gnats, cursing at him the whole time. Tried yelling at him. Tried spitting at him. <laughs> <laughs> this works. So uh, this dude had a horrible infestation a while back for some shitty compost he picked up. Right. Definitely can happen. After an epic battle, like the one I just had to grow before last, I finally figured out how to kick their little asses. I highly suggest the following. And I picked this because there's a couple, uh, one or two unique tips. Okay. Scrape off, this one being one of them, scrape off the top inch or two of loose soil while all the larvae are hanging out and throw it the fuck out <laughs> in this grower's words. Okay. Sometimes you're, you're so root-bound in your containers, there's not that much loose soil on True. the top, right? True. But what you can get, you do see those little, you see the little, I saw in this grow wiggling around, but I'm on top of it with uh, the larvae that, um, the, the bacillus theringensis. Sure. But it does You gotta check that video out. There's a couple other things like that to use, man. Yeah, the, he's gonna talk about it here. So what I like getting rid of, I like the mechanical remover, removal. Sometimes we forget, um, you know, it might just be good. Like I've talked about a guy that had like a week to harvest and right. he had like webbing on his freaking flowers, but he had a pretty decent looking crop of some nice looking bud. Like, look, all we, he was out of town or some shit. I'm like, all we can do now is just go through here and mechanically remove them. Let's do some cold pressurized water sprays, yep. keep the humidity in check. So yep. don't forget about mechanical removal on some of these uh 
these little bastards that get in your no garden. There's no resistance to being smooshed. And especially just scraping off the soil to give yourself a... Uh, where you've knocked the population down initially. So the the, contr- uh, the control you try to go into after that yeah. is going to be more effective. That's what Jorge's guy, Will, was talking about, about using the pyrethum. You know, it's not a, you know, it's not going to fix everything, but it gives you an initial knockdown. So Yeah, that's what he's saying. You're going to get all these larvae out of the garden before they get to flyers and create more eggs. And then also getting that extra layer off the top, you're going to have some room to put something else down that you're probably going to want to do, whether it's a a clean compost or worm or, you know, diatomaceous earth. I don't know. So number two, he goes, replace all your scraped off stuff with new worm castings. Getting ahead of myself. Quality castings contain predatory soil mites. Um, Hypopsis Miles. Yeah, Hypopsis Miles. Who's that? Uh, sound, that I guy's that, a blues player? Yeah, he's pretty awesome <laughs> until he got in on them drugs. Man. Yeah, he and Miles Davis. Go. He goes, who eat gnat larvae? Okay, and then in bold with an exclamation point, guys, apply, which I've done this before and I just kind of forgot about them, predatory nematodes. And he says $14 with free Amazon Prime shipping. They include some free sticky traps, too. Oh, sure. Good tip, man. Predatory nematodes are good. You you get a sponge, typically, and then you got to put it that sponge in, like, just a five-gallon bucket or yep. whatever as a, as a good judge. And then you use all that water to water in. I don't know. I'm not sure about adding uh, your full newt regimen, to. I'd probably just water my pred- predatory nematodes in um, plain. You could use some recharge if you wanted to, but I don't know about them. If I want to pour in like a silica no, or no, I would just use a plant. I would yeah. I wouldn't mix your newts with those. Uh-uh. So and th- hey, you know what? A lot of times you can ask your local grow store too. They'll usually have a refrigerator. Those things store pretty well. You can store those in your refrigerator as well. They're like on a sponge. You yeah, know? I used to keep them in my fridge. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. That's where I wonder what their uh, temperature thresholds are and how long they can store. I think they store pretty good. So he's he's getting those two those sponges and he goes repeat those steps weekly until they are gone. Right. Some batches of nematodes seem more effective than others. Hey, you can cut those sponges in pieces too. You can take one of those sponges, cut them in thirds. Yeah. You know? And uh, let's see here. He goes. I think I'm going to start using nematodes monthly as a preventative, which is a great idea. Yep. And he goes. I battled them with microbe lift. That's the product I've used. Right. And other stuff for a few months and it knocked them back a bit, but they always came back. So, and he goes, after two applications with the nematodes, they're 100% gone. So, it seems like from his review, the nematodes are more of an aggressive, uh, beneficial um, application to take out these bastards. Man, but how do we keep the surface from staying soaking wet, you know, all, all day? That's the problem is that if the surface is soaking wet, that's when you get those fungus gnats. Oh, what, so, are you going to tell people to grow hempy again? No, no, I'm saying that I'm, maybe. I will say the gnat nicks, uh, top, top dressed on the That's what I'm saying. You top dress with out. something. I use that Natnix too. That's from uh, shit Growstone, I believe, is the right. company. And what the the this is a mechanical thing. They crawl in and out of the top layer of your surface to access their habitat. And when they do that, it cuts up the uh, it like cuts it cuts up their body. They dehydrate. I just picture like a gnat crawling through razors and going, oh shit, like, <laughs> bleeding out. I'm bleeding. And I saw some effectiveness with that stuff. The problem I had with it. The first time I used it, my, my plants were filled up enough and root-bound enough. I couldn't even get but a quarter-inch layer of it on top of my soil or on top of it. I think they want you to have like an inch or an inch and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, I have like an inch and a half and then watered in a ton of microbe lift on top of it. And that pretty much wiped them out completely. Word. And, and are you getting them on the hempies? They they were on the hempies originally. Just we had the float too high on it. And gotcha. Lo- lowered okay. it down. So okay. They're gone now completely. Gotcha. 
Yeah, that and then switching the drippers. A lot of times instead of hand watering, if you can just systematically water with drippers, then you're only getting a little, you know, as far as what is it, like one inch maybe of the top. I don't know, man. Drippers freak me out. I just love hand watering. I agree. Hand watering's cool. But, you know, if you're constantly, when, cool. when, when I would, uh, you know, I'm never hand water and I'm always with the drippers and the once a week treat or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't have fungus gnats. I think I just got issues because I was filling up. Uh, I have a five gallon bucket uh-huh. that I fill up with four gallons of water to mix up to water with. And to right. fill up my five gallon bucket, this is like a word problem. To fill up my five gallon bucket um, with four gallons of water, I use a two gallon watering container and I fill up my two gallon, pour it in there. Uh-huh. I fill up my two gallon again, pour it in there. Right. It's like, dude, what am I doing? Why don't I just mark a line and fill it up? So yes. using a, yeah, I just I think I just like to like play with water. Like I'm like a kid <laughs> at the water fountain or some shit. But anyway. It's your best man off the hose. So uh, let's see here. Let me cover one more thing here. I believe yes, I said sir. I yes, would. Sir. And we got that done, and we'll be out of what's growing on. All right, so, man, I don't have who this is in from. I don't know if it did. Let me, let me cover it, and Scotty, you might have an idea as well. Hey, dude, I've been a long-time listener, and I appreciate all that you guys do. I know you guys have covered these things in past episodes, episodes but I'm unsure where to start. First, a little background. I'm in Prohibition, Southern Arkansas, and don't qualify for medical need. At the moment, I don't. Do they have medical in Arkansas now? I don't know. They got medical a lot of places these days. You know, it doesn't mean you don't have to be dying to get it, though. I want to grow a strain that can help with my depression, anxiety, and chronic pain. And my wife's fibro fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia. Yep. Okay. That is like uh, I think that's like your nerve endings just kind of freak out and give you severe pain. Ow. Yeah, it's really a miserable thing. So he's like, I want to take on two to three girls, the first time grower, can start my girls inside until the first transplant, and then we'll have to move them outside to finish them up. I will start in grow blocks and transplant them into good soil when they're ready. So I think he's saying he's going to start in Rockwell or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what strains would you recommend as good starters that will provide medicinal value for the elements listed earlier? Keep in mind, I'm a first time grower. Also, what company can I buy from that will ship discreetly to my home in Prohibition land? Oh, that sounds incriminating. Um, I prefer high CBD over THC value, but I'm open to trying anything besides narcotic pills being thrown at us. I hear you. Appreciate your info and any help. So I think he's got to start, which Scotty wanted to get some things going on, potentially on the site with some trusted uh, seed companies. You know, I don't give a full recommendation of people shipping seeds of course anywhere and this is my attorney said prohibition land nor do we condone it something like that but regardless um i've heard <laughs> i love growing marijuana right did pretty good work for some of the dgc potentially that's I, literally i believe i love growing marijuana.com and when you're over on those sites you should be able to read through des- descriptions and sometimes hear some of the medicinal values that these right. strains give attitudes was my, my, attitudes brother, my brother's bank. favorite prohibition site too so we should get some of these guys and see if you know i don't know a ton about strains i know jr knows a bunch there's a lot of guys in the dgc that know a bunch man but let's see if we can reach out to some of our favorite uh, uh seed companies and see if we can get them on the show man we got we got two right off the bat that were rec- recommended i believe with the i love growing marijuana when you're reading through i don't know about all sites the descriptions and what the strains are and what potential mental or depression or pain relief they can give right. are listed on some of them. But that's going to be different for everybody, too. Remember, I mean, not for everybody, but some somebody's endocannabinoid system might be different than somebody else's or is. And 
this strain helps somebody for this reason. So keep your mind open when you're they trying have this phone shit. numbers. I want to call. I've, I've been trying to do like a phony phone call for the show for a while, man. Inspired by Howard Stern, and I was and thinking, call, call one of these places. Yeah, and just ask them if it will like cure this and that, and I'll, it'll just be like yes. Yes, uh, whatever you like. So <laughs> I'm more concerned, though, Scotty, he's his first-time grower, just to give you grow, grow advice real quick. He's going to start inside in Rockwool. You can start inside in uh, – if you're going to go to soil, you don't need to start in Rockwool unless it's your cuts. You know, Here's the problem with It's Rockwell. hard to transplant a bigger, like a 4x4 four four blocker up into soil. Uh, go ahead. Well, I just say you don't get the benefit. I mean, I guess you you can, but it's just such a sterile environment, man. Why not start with uh, a living environment? Grow your mycorrhizae on there. Grow, you know, get your uh, your. Keep on wanting to say edibles. Get your recharge on it. <laughs> get your microbes going and, and get them started. So that's a lot of times the microbes will really thrive when there's especially mycorrhizae when there's not a lot of uh, of nutrition. You know, yeah. other nutrition that, you know, if I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, if there's a lot of nutrition, the mycorrhizae just stops, man. It's like, oh, OK, well, you know, why would I go out and make nutrition? But, yeah. But if there's not, you know, it'll just keep on growing. Well, I'm concerned with, you know, you're going to have to be careful going from inside to outside. There's a transition there as well as I don't know where you're at. Hopefully you have a protected yard area. Obviously, animals, you say southern Arkansas, I'm picturing Maybe a lot of deer and shit running around. I don't yeah, know, but like weed. you're gonna have to protect your plants if that's the case. Raccoons are the worst. Oh man, I used to fight them off with a cane pole. Man, <laughs> we just went camping one time, started smoking a joint, and all of a sudden, 150 raccoons are all around us. And I mean, they're literally coming at us. Where I was like, I was, I just kept a cane pole to keep one at distance. That's all I had, you know, a little bamboo fishing pole. The thing was bending it, man. It was just kept walking forward, bending it, marching towards the joint the whole time, oh, man. Wants the weed, huh? Cool. Yeah, yeah, shout out to my Florida boys. This was up in, in Ocala National Forest, and we were like, uh, okay, we had to smoke out of bowls, just quick hits out of bowls to keep the raccoons away the whole time, <laughs> man. Up. Well, and yeah, the uh, so yeah, keep that in mind. You're going to need to protect your plant going outdoors and uh, as well as, uh, yeah, pick the right strains, which be flexible with. I, did you really, I don't know, man. I mean, in the beginning, if you've never grown anything, it's going to be pretty hard to, uh, and if you're just trying, you know, if you're just starting to, to, to try things, it's going to be hard to find the right strains, you know? It's pretty. Uh, well, yeah, I shouldn't say find the right strain. Just try to. You know, he says, I prefer high CBD over THC, so you can write there. Go over. I know on that right. site. I love growing marijuana. They most sites have CBD strains categorized and and all that jazz. I, I would tell you, THC and CBD work well in concert together. That one to one ratio. Uh, CBD crew has a couple good one to one ratios. Man, um, that's a uh, that that's the preferred medicine for me. Lord, well, good luck on your quest to uh, get medicated and. Uh, but just start, man. Just you know. Get what you can get as far as seeds go. Try a heavy indica. Maybe that for fibromyalgia, you might find a, a heavy indica. I know J.R. Token uh, treats uh, his uh, pain with, with uh, you know, I believe it's very heavy indicas that he's using. He'd probably be a good resource for you, you know. Reach out to the DGC and talk to somebody that, that's actually treating themselves with pain. I heard you've been talking to Mike the Cable Guy. Yeah, we're talking about what, what kind of weed we'd be smoking. You're Mike the Cable Guy, huh? Oh man, we have that song, bro. That's we got to play that uh, Mendo Dope song. Remember that oh, one? Yeah. I forgot that existed. What kind of weed you smoking? Uh-huh. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, Mike the Cable Guy is a friend of a friend, and 
just a real nice guy. He brought me over some uh, some extract a couple weeks or a couple days ago, rather. I think it was just some homemade, maybe open blasted. I don't know, dude. It was unbelievable, man. Dude, I mean, I took a hit out of it. I took a hit of it, and my wife is just like. What is that? Like lemon pledge? Like just from the the uh, vapor, she could tell. Yeah. And it was just so. What is that? Limonin? Is that what it is? I know he's like a big lemon snoot or something. not snoot. I don't Limonine. Know. Yeah. I use I, lemon I'm, pledge like my Axe body spray. It's much cheaper. Uh, further. I mean snoot in in, in the uh, the most uh, endearing way. But I think all these guys, this new little crew, is uh, like they love those you know super lemons and lemon G and all the all those flavors, man. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited to have some lemon soon. But go ahead. It was good. Like it's just it was the, the lemon great. Your favorite. It was. It was just that the the uh, terpene profile on it was just so pronounced. Okay, <laughs> skin of white grapes. Let's just say no. Nah, but you could really just you know some of these don't taste like much. I think it has to do with the you know. Was it the temperature? If you, I know if you screw it up in extract or, or not extract, it's if, how long and how hot they purge it. You're purging. That's what it is. If you fuck up and purge it at the wrong temperature, it gets rid of all the flavors, man. And man, this shit was great. So shout out to you, brother. Right on. That's what I'm just, smoking. Uh, what did I? Well, I don't. Even, what What did we smoke in the van last? I told you I was working on my coconut oil dosing. It was like some laser beam, bro. That was some gorilla glue that we were smoking. That got me pretty stiggity, man. <laughs> stiggity stoned. Yeah. I got distracted. I was on my computer here looking at when I said Axe Body Spray. I was like curious what their site would be like. I'm trying to discover the Axe culture. Do you really know what it's like to be a man, Scotty? Whoa, you decided to go on the Axe Body Spray yeah, <laughs> website? Dude, totally, man. Is that what it asks you? It originally just challenges your manhood, right? Are off- you a man? <laughs> yes. Wow, I like that, man. All like right. 30 years ago, it would have been like, and smoke these Winstons. Do you know what it's like to, to be a their- man? Trying to find their get you laid package, <laughs> subliminal one they have. <laughs> oh, here it is in the body wash section. Oh, who geez. uses a body? I mean, isn't don't only girls use? I guess I guess I, do, I don't like a body wash. What is it? Is a body wash? Is that uh-uh. soap? Isn't it? Uh, uh-uh. I don't isn't know. A body wash soap? <laughs> yeah. I, don't ask me, man. The kids today, man, they don't use the bars of soap anymore. Hey, if we sell them a bar of soap, it's Dude, like ten for ten dollars, man. It's, there's nothing it's like sexy where my, in that. My one grandpa didn't leave me. That's all. He used the like the dialed bar of soap for. I could fucking wash his hair with it. Like just that's his one bath product. That's a body wash. It's a shampoo. It's a soap. It's works out right. Did you say he left that to you? Yeah, he totally left it to me. Ooh, ooh, it's still alive, ooh. man. It's still alive. <laughs> no, but you know what it is, man. He buy but ten. Ivory soaps or whatever for five dollars or something. Dude, they like got that. a body wash called Dark Temptation Body Wash. What is going on, man? I don't, I don't even know. know what to think about that. Anyway, I like it though. I like right. it, man. Oh, I'm tempted. Shit. They got one black body. All right, let me get out of here. <laughs> Gold black chill body wash, brother. All right, all right. I'm out. Hey, I okay, mean- back to the show. So. I am smoking. I wouldn't buy that body wash. It's for a white guy. Gorilla man. Glue number two and a half. Four. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get to what's going on in our girls, what's up, man? What's up with the meme contest? We have we don't have a current one to give away, right? You know what? Matt from uh, Matt C. Well, I mean, we're not announcing any winners for anything is what no, I'm saying. No, not okay. announcing any winners, but I got some prizes. You know, the fun of the meme contest is to give prizes away to the DGC. What do you got? Uh, Matt C. from Mountainside Glass. 
uh, what is it, M-T-N-S-I-D-E-G-L-A-S-S dot com. Um, he came over and brought me, well, he brought me a couple T-shirts. Uh, he brought me some T-shirts, some stickers, and wrapped inside it was what he calls a spoon, which is, uh, you know, like a cla- the classic pipe. He just kind of threw it against the ground. He just, yeah, he lets it, you know, he's, uh, he unrolls the, the T-shirt, and it's inside there, and it drops on the ground, and he's just waiting, and I'm like, ah! You Whatever, know? you got carpet, right? No, That's no, good. right on the, right on the, uh, it was wood. It was, oh, uh, wood shock absorbing. You need to drop that Anyway, and then he picks it up again. Now he's just showing off, and he's just he slamming the, the thing. He's throwing <laughs> it, man, on the ground, bouncing it off the floor. And uh, what do they call those concrete busters, right? You never heard that? Remember uh-huh. that one bar we'd go to, and you'd ask the guy for his... There's a bar in in Foco, and you'd go there, and you'd be like, let me borrow the concrete buster. And it was this, like, local pipe that they would let you borrow because no matter what happened, it wouldn't break, man, <laughs> you know? thing was there for years, man. Interesting. Can Are we like other businesses where it's like, in, you know, employees may not participate. So if I want to participate and try and win, I need a bowl, man. I need a new bowl. Do you? Okay, man. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? I tell you, you've got to make a meme. <laughs> he, he gave me, he gave me right. two of these badass spoons, you know, these badass bowls. And uh, got a T-shirt, stickers, the, the, the whole press kit, man. But uh, let's do it, man. Right, make some memes. Yeah, Mountainside uh, was M-T-N-S-I-D-E, I believe is the hashtag, if you want to put the hashtag on there. Whatever, Whoa, man. Oh, could I hack the new site, though? Can I vote for my meme 100 times a day with a program I create? You can try. You can try. We can always just not send you the shit we said you won. If you <laughs> right. cheat, we can cheat, too. <laughs> All right. We're still getting kicked over to uh, Inst- Inst- Instagram account. Yeah. Well. Pothead right. Assistant's been throwing them all on Sweet. Instagram. So, yeah, let's just show, show some love to Matt C. Uh, man, who was I talking to? Who won that uh, original uh, mountainside bong? To the Roach. He was saying that that thing, sh- uh, like shipping a bong usually will freak you out. Dude, these things, I would drop that bong on the ground, I think it would last. <laughs> I'm telling you, the guy makes, uh, what's he say? He makes it so uh, so he can use the things, man, to withstand himself. It's a working man's bong. It is, man. It's a workman-like bong. <laughs> Perfect to take it right to work with you in your metal Stanley lunchbox and stand on the piece of steel, you know. Don't make me play the song, man. It's just weed and in my toolbox, there's a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you can do that over at dudegrows.com. Click on, I don't even know the what button. Is there a certain button? Uh,. Yeah, so, yes, you know, under Nugs, yeah. there's the meme contest. You know what? I'm not even telling. This thing is is pretty well navigated now, or there, there's it's good like navigation there. It, yeah, go find all this stuff. You should be able to find it. There is some stuff missing. Uh, somebody was asking me about the forum. The forum's not there. We, you know, it used to be super confusing and and. Uh, not the forum specifically, but the website. There was just a hundred things on there, so we had to make some decisions, you know, of what we we're going to keep uh, and what we we're going to drop. And so, stuff like the forum, just go make a grow question. You know, if you got a topic that you want to talk about, make it into a grow question and let the comments, you know, roll. That's really the the strength of of the website, in my opinion. So, hell yeah. Well, I think uh, before we get to what's going on on our grows, we should take one more break. I'll do a shout out to recharge, guys. Great way yeah. to uh, support the show, and more importantly, your grow. So Recharge is available at realgrowers.com, and also Amazon Prime still, right? I think it's always Prime. Absolutely. Almost always Prime, unless shipping, unless shipping went on strike. 
you're a listener of the show, use coupon code DUDE. You save yourself 10 bucks. 10%. Oh, you still got that coupon code. What's the coupon code for 30% off? Got me a member, man. Go find that in the member section. No-brainer. If you do the both, you might as well be a member and get your 30% off recharge. True. And, True. Uh, yeah, definitely great, great product. If you don't know what it is, just listen back for the past, I don't know, I've had 300 episodes. Don't go all the way back. Just like the past 300. <laughs> all right. We'll be back. Guys. start getting good right around episode two, I noticed. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> And check it all out on twogrows.com. All right. Can't handle this heat. Three-ton AC. Room still 93. I can't figure it out. What's a grower to do? The bugs are loving it too. So I'll smoke this tube and try to figure it out. Call the temp needs. Todd knows AC. Watch each other scene, but he can't figure it out. A simple full out flip, she's being such a bitch. Now I'm fucking pissed and I can't figure it out. I let it glow, brighter than Mr. Chime, but now I gotta cool it down. I sit and smoke and watch the air flow Yeah, I said I'm gonna work it out I don't settle for no I'm always down at the road That's why you know I'm gonna figure it out Look at the balance room Create a vacuum Fucking A, I just figured it out I'm not a friend of a freak I just like my weed So I grow what I need That's how I figured it out Can fans on the scene hooked up an 8 HP to push a positive feed? I fucking figured it out. Yeah, bro, the real dank flavor, and you know I'm gonna figure it out. But don't let it go, keep an eye on that flow, the little shit will fuck you up. We'll keep growing that weed with DGC, you know that means we're gonna figure it out. Well, if you grow, then you know that half the fun's trying to figure it out.
guys we are back with what's going on in our grows and uh i don't know oh first i wanted to give a shout out actually it was uh it's, i don't know questionable at a time <laughs> in the afternoon to be cracking a beer is but it even 420 yet man i had a, a loose leaf man from Odell brewing check it out shout out to loose leaf here yeah, let, loose me, leaf. let me get it over on, your loose leaf man. on the camera loose leaf if you have not checked out the live show, you just had a video shout out, man. <laughs> so it's a new thing, and we're going to create a contest with it. Just kidding. <laughs> Getting loose. All right. What's going on in our grows? My grow, I learned using a heater in your grow can be dangerous. Oh, man. I got a little floor. It up. I got a little floor heater. Uh <laughs> what kind? The, the little like radiator looking one? The it's cool. It's a it, oil it's filled. The, no, it's like spelt with a P. The brand, and it's not oil filled. It's a small box. Okay, so it's just an. And element it's got like that, ceramic discs. Got in it. That he kind up. of that. Yeah, it seems pretty legit. With ceramics. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, pretty durable. But okay. so the problem was, I was shut I, at nighttime. Bottom line, when both lights are going off, it's getting too cool. Right. Um, my rooms are in the garage. They're well insulated, but I don't want them to get down to like below forty, upper forty really so i was running that just at night on the lowest setting it'd work out perfect it wouldn't get both the rooms up above you know mid 60s i'm like that's what i want for sure. a nighttime temp but then i shut down my 600 watt bear bulb that was running which creates a bit of heat and with the two 600 sks on during the day right now i have to create heat it's like one of those rare moments in the gardener's life or times where it's like shit dude because we're in a little bit of a cold spell here in colorado right now when it gets down in the 15s 10 single digits sure i gotta run a freaking heater when just the, if the 600 watt is running i don't but if it isn't with just the two 600 watt sks in a sealed room with no air exchange it, it doesn't get up above man it's pretty chill like low 70s and I, I need you're like, in your garage yeah, yeah. I'm in my, so my my garage is pretty cold. It's not as cold as outside. Sure. And I'm not like in a tent. I'm in you know serious insulated walls, our interior as well as all that foam board shit. Like heavy duty. Like I said, built a cooler, but it still gets cold enough. Um, so I was sucking out. I was watering one of. I was actually watering uh, my lemon G. Shout out to Moby Dill. Uh, that thing's a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more thirsty than the other flows, which oh, creates right. its own conundrum sometimes, right? I'm like, shit, it wouldn't be a watering day if I had four flows going, but the Lemon G is more aggressive. It's bigger. So I watered it in, and then I had to whip the shop back in there because I watered it through pretty heavy. I want to get a lot of runoff. And then I ran back out. I was kind of in a rush to get up to the studio today and just r- rushing around. I go back in. I'm like, I got to suck it out one more time. And I left the shop back hose too close to the heater, which melted the shop back hose like oh, in man. half. Yeah, that seems like it'd be a problem. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I got to remember there's a... And then I was kneeled down. You know, I'm always cr- crouched down, working tight space. Right. And I was shop backing out another saucer. And I'm like, why is my ass getting hot? <laughs> It's like shit, dude. I keep forgetting there's this heater. I never have a heater what is in that my garden. Smell it smells like burning hair or something, man. I never have a heater in my garden, so it's and it's it's not a problem. I just got to be aware. It's actually nice. I like growing in the cold when I can really. I mean, this flow has got some beautiful purple leaves, some beautiful autumn leaves. I know the cold is helping, uh, so be careful if you do have heaters running in your grow. Uh, my groom's pretty fireproof. I think all the insulation on the walls, and I always people put that thing together. Oh, well, you're growing plants under high intensity lights. It's such a fire hazard. Well, unless you're growing dead plants, plants are filled with water typically. So even if like a plant branch fell into the heater, it's not like woof, gonna just 
cause a huge fire. Why? Well, let me ask you a question, man. What? Well, does hydrogen burn? Mm-hmm. Does oxygen burn? What do you mean hydrogen burn? I don't know. H- hydrogen's fucking explosive, man, right? Oxygen's explosive, man. They, uh, I remember they filled up this rocket ship back in the day with pure oxygen, and they touched it. A guy had a little spark. What are we doing, Mythbusters? And it blew up. So if fucking hydrogen is explosive and oxygen is explosive, then why doesn't water fucking burn? Because uh, it puts out matches. Because it puts out fire. You guys need to get on my strain, bro. Make <laughs> you think, man. All right, what else is going on in the grow? Uh, I do. I was thinking about, uh, and this would be a good question for uh, Jeff Worthington. What's his name? Sorry. Oh, the no. soil biology guy. Jeff Worthington. <laughs> Come on, it sounds like that. What is the actual name? David Montgomery. See, David Montgomery and Jeff Worthington <laughs> were hanging out one day. Jesus. Sound, they both sound like very American. John Cox. Smith's son? Sounds like they both be driving Chevy trucks with beef stickers on them. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I was I'm, I'm I'm wondering what my microbe food. I'm using this Fox Farm product called Bimbe, which has like beet sugar, beet juice, beet shit in it, like sweetener from beets as well beets as some don't do beets don't crap. As whatever, as well as worm castings. No, they crap. And some other things. And I also was like cuz I was doing a uh a quick watering day where I, I don't water much of my MPK meat and potatoes in. I'm just making a creative mix. Wait, you're paying extra, a whole bunch of money for a microbe food? Is that what I'm getting here? No. I know in Recharge, you will tell me that there is enough food and molasses available for the colony to not have a collapse, probably. Well, I'm just curious who's branding somebody and calling it microbe food. Me, nobody. I'm oh, calling okay. it. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm wanting to know. You know, I know I, when I water. I like watering in a fish. I picture obviously there's a little MPK to it, but the, the different are these microbes going to eat the fish only like this species, and are is the fish going to entice these other microbes, or are these mic- other microbes going to like the beet sweetener more than they do the molasses mm. for a certain reason or a certain part of the growers? The plant telling no. these microbes, hey. I need this is going deep, man. So the plant's like signaling it needs some phosphorus in the rhizosphere to its colony of microbes, right? And then the microbes that know how to go solubilize some phosphorus food say, you know what, we solubilize phosphorus best when we eat that beet shit over there. So, you know, figuring out that stuff is uh is the way to roll. What we got a studio guest? I'm leaving, man. I'm leaving, dude. You're losing me, man. Here, man. What the it's hell are we talking about? With performance. Man. So I mean, obviously, if you're going to go out and try and perform. You're not going to go eat some cheeseburgers. It's from McDonald's. If I need, uh, sh- if I need sugar, though, I mean, I, you know, I'm saying that sugar. You know, I mean, there's different kinds of sugar. Is that what you're saying? So we absorb different sugar micro differently. food. How does that affect their performance and their relationship with the plant and the rhizosphere? You know, do they like a certain sugar more than another sugar? Is molasses just great for all of them, or some of the microbes would they rather chew on some of the, the fish? You know, I don't know. Gotcha. Do the trichoderma prefer this organic matter over that organic matter? Or could we dial in such it pers- as... It prefers this one you say, over that one. You say you're losing me, but didn't Mammoth P come up with a microbe that they found... That solubilizes phosphorus. But yeah. they, I don't know if it ties in a lot. I'd like to ask, uh, man, not not Mike, but Mike, and who's the other? Colin. Shot, yeah, Colin from Mammoth P. Do they have a preferred food? If they could say, hey, look, this is what we prefer to be a food source for our microbe, what would it be? You know, Or is there one? Right. So right. just like okay. people that are bodybuilding or doing other things, obviously hone in on maybe they say hemp protein. That's the shit for me. How many different forms of protein is there? Right. So that's what I'm getting at. I went deep on it. 
That would be a good question to figure out. I I like to feed myself not just some people use just molasses, right? And they think it's a soil or a plant sweetener. Obviously, we cover on the show that's a microbe food. Uh Is that enough just to cover, or should we give them a diverse diet? So you want molasses and table sugar and. I know people that use that, <laughs> yeah, that juice, straight sugar and bana- or, uh, bamboo, sugar from bamboo plants. Right. Sugar right. in the raw. As far as, I mean, I'm no chemist. You're right, man. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I could ask him that question right off the bat, but it'd be nice nice to, to learn a little bit more about that type of stuff. But, you know, you've got, what, fructose and... Uh, I would think the different types of plant sugars from, like, beets and bamboo, it's all just kind of gimmicky. I, I'm I'm thinking that, but without a lot of fact, I don't know. I would think that everybody wants to sell their... Uh, their byproduct, the shit that you can't sell. Well, yeah, that's what else. Did. Can- Man this is the boost. I, he doesn't say it's a sugar. I guess it, what it, they got yeah, something it, going with. Uh, it's a, a saccharide. Would be a sugar from the uh, sugar cane, right? From uh-huh. they got extracted from the sugar cane. I thought it was, I thought theirs was beets, but I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Sugar cane would make sense. It's one of the fastest growing plants and photosynthesizes more than anything else. And there's tons of sh- uh, sugar shacks all around. <laughs> you know those. You know talk about the where they process it. Yeah, and there's tons of waste you know the molasses is a waste product that they spin when they take uh brown sugar and they make it into white sugar they put it in a centrifuge and oh really so if you is there no molasses waste from brown sugar i I shouldn't say brown sugar like i don't care what color my sugar is i know when you just go buy some quote brown sugar has the molasses you're talking like brown sugar you put on sweet potatoes right yep yep but you know how there's sugar that's not totally white Mm -hmm. that's just like a raw sugar or mm-hmm. some shit sugar sure. in the raw yeah. does that create i wonder if the process of making that sugar create a uh i believe like a molasses waste you know i know to make white just to make white, white sugar they spin it in a centrifuge to get the molasses out so maybe they would keep some color something would tell me maybe they would keep i don't know that color. process of making it white sounds like a waste basically is what i'm giving if you could just have sugar in the raw depending that might have the waste too plus it's racist <laughs> i mean it depends it's, make it's this sugar white <laughs> it's kind of funny i don't know i don't find any taste to you and maybe for cooking or something like that you need white sugar it's like salt too man salt's originally you know brown we got to make it white just like flour why we got to make everything white salt's brown that's my stand-up real quick i just had three <laughs> tested my stand-up on the dude grow show anyway salt's not brown is it no i was just making i don't know making shit up man really. you ever seen modern Marvel salt before? Oh, I don't know if I have. It's probably oh, a pretty man. good one to it's take a so dab they, or two too. Dude, they go into these caves that are just like hundreds of miles, or maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating, but miles and miles of just salt caves. And it's kind of, you know, it's not that hard. You know, it's just salt. So they're, you know, just mining it out and supporting it. And dude, when the uh, when like the you know big equipment dies down there, they just leave it and it just rots, man. Like they say that. They'll get like a year out of like a big, you know, cat dozer or something like that, and they just like you, you <laughs> can't done. salvage it. They just get just out of it, done, close dude. the door, and that's that's where that yeah. thing stays. Yo, what the fuck was this in a salt mine? <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but it's just so weird. They've got hundreds of miles of like caverns down there. Well, let's see. I think that's about all I got going on in my grow. I will give a entertainment shout out to i don't listen to all but like one out of every four but i did catch especially when driving joe rogan show coming up and they sure. had kevin smith on there oh yeah kevin smith. interesting to talk to uh that's a four hour long podcast i'm only like a half hour into it um but you, you know who kevin smith is yeah he's the guy that wrote uh clerks yeah clerks a bunch of other movies like that and apparently he's had some uh other ones out but funny enough he had said the characters uh jay and silent bob right, right. and he played silent bob himself absolutely 
um, were originally inspired. He's like, everybody finds like that film, like they didn't really know it was there, or like it's like cult like, like something for me would be like Happy Gilmore, man. Like, you know, I live to find my happy place. And I do picture like Happy Gilmore, like a midget carrying beer and a chicken lingerie, like and a guy playing a piano. That's a happy spot. But anyway, Who's his movie the dude can't singing, say midget anymore. And the dude with the kiss tongue that comes out and starts making out with your girlfriend. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, your grandma, that was his grandma. You're right. <laughs> Even more disturbing. <laughs> but uh, his movie was Strange Brew back in the day. And was it the McKenzie brothers? Is that, oh, is that what I'm their name was? Bob. This is my brother, Doug McKenzie. Okay, Bob and Doug McKenzie. And we used to think that like dying by drowning in beer is like dying and going so, to heaven. For you this Jay, isn't heaven. This sucks. For you Jay and Silent Bob uh, fans out there, those were he's like, those were the direct inspiration for those characters. If I didn't find... Strange Brew. I probably would have not known or developed those characters, Jay and Silent Bob. And I was like, yeah, that's interesting shit. So anyway. That is interesting. Dude, Strange Brew is a movie we have to revisit. Because that one, I'll bet you, I don't know if it holds up. I don't know if I could watch the whole hour and a half of it, man. But Brewmeister Smith, come on, the whole deal, man. It was good. I'm down, man. That's the, <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to get like the like the 30-pack of Meister Bra. Or like old Milwaukee for that movie, you know, and just get. Do like, they still make Milwaukee's Best? Because Milwaukee's Best is a beer you can show up with a thirty pack. You can just leave it sit there. Nobody's gonna take that shit. <sighs> that was a go to beer in high school. Unfortunately, the beast, the beast. Oh you were my just God. Yeah, that said something about you, man. If you were drinking the beasters, you were going into beast mode. Anyway, what do you got going on in your grow? You're talking about maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just talking about maybe firing up a 600. You know, I just, uh, a buddy of mine's got an extra 600. So I was thinking about firing just, just one up and playing around, maybe just doing some veg plants, maybe seeing if I can get away is with it. Is it magnetic uh, or digital ballast? Uh, I'll bet you this is just an old school magnetic that somebody's got laying around. So Dude, my digital 600 can start ballast. start that grafting project too. Yeah, we were thinking about just having fun and trying to graft a bunch of uh, different. Uh, plants on the one rootstock, you know. You so, can get jalapeno on cannabis. No, no, I want all the cannabis spicy plants. Weed. I am down. You know, I'd like like you know six or seven different varieties on six or seven different uh, uh, stalks. You know, different branches coming off there. I think that'd be really cool. Kind of like a rainbow roll at the sushi joint. A little bit. A little if if all the fish were still alive. Yes. So you're going to just cut the top out of a mother completely and then stab in different branches into that Dude, this stalk. is nothing that's <laughs> not done every single day in the citrus hey, industry. Citrus hey, industry, they take a sour lemon rootstock because it freezes down at like tw- you know, mid-20s or something like that as to where something like a Mineola Tangelo. Dude, that thing's sensitive, man. So they'll take the rootstock of the sour lemon and they'll graft a mini Olatangelo on the Dude, I got an top. associate's degree in horticulture minus algebra 2. So it's kind of unofficial. <laughs> ah, minus algebra Which isn't two. even important for growing plants. <laughs> Bastards. So yes, we used to do grafting and shit and grafting right. projects and there interesting stuff, and it is pretty cool. Yeah, I can't believe nobody's selling a half a dozen strains on, on one root mass. <laughs> you know? I want to be the first one to have one. It's not for sale at any price. I did notice I was saying that 600, I was asking if it was digital or not, because your magnetic core ballast, usually you guys get more life out of, maybe up to like, you know, if you're willing to accept some humming and shit like that, sure. like eight years or something, oh, potentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, I have a digital that I've had now for, man, probably five years. Ooh, almost, about time to put that bitch on Craigslist. Almost six. Like you knew. I was like, but it's mounted to the outside of my groom uh, wall in the garage. So that okay. thing operates garage temperatures. 
Like so nice it, heat is the death of electronics. That's what I mean. Man. Obviously, thinking it's like, dude, maybe this thing will run for like eight years because right now, dude, why do you think they have them in warehouses and and all that, man? Because they're fucking super reliable. Oh, what the magnetic? Yeah, magnetic ballast with six hundred watt or thousand watt HPS bulbs. Go look up up the next time you're at Costco and see what they got over there. Yeah. I hear you. They got a bunch of Gavitas. Just kidding. Uh, well, so you're firing up 600. All right. Good for you. Oh, sorry. We're still talking about me? I lost. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm lost, man. Anyway, I'm just going to maybe, uh, you know, I got the whole family situation. So I'm thinking about just locking this little back house tighter than a drum, seeing if I can, you know, what do they say, man? You, uh, you know, stick your foot in the door before you kick it open. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe try to grow a couple plants real small, you know? Gotcha. Something special for my cataracts, man. <laughs> Something special. No, glaucoma, man. For my glaucoma. glaucoma, man. That's the number one thing. <laughs> That's it, right. It's like the scene, like, it's probably in some movie, like, you like, I can picture, like, a bust going down of, like, a 20 lighter. Right. Gangsters, like, it's my glaucoma, man. Glaucoma. Don't you get it? <laughs> I love it. All love right. It, man. I think about... we covered everything. Yeah. I, I think, think so, so, too. We have it this week in Cannabis Friday. Check out the new site, guys. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, if there isn't a some sort of contact or support on the you know down at the bottom of the site, there will be shortly. Sure. Just let us know. Just refresh your browser. It'll be there soon enough. <clears throat> yeah, just give us some feedback if something isn't working. I've already caught a couple things. Uh, just minor. Just shit. We want navigation to be smooth. Uh, it is the future, and I'm about to... Uh... Well, you're saying like the internet is the future? Something like that. <laughs> Love it. It's been Love a tough, uh, anybody out there that knows, it's been a tough marriage, man. Getting a podcast to completely, which it still doesn't, cooperate with a website. It's like, I don't know, give me an analogy, man. A lot of guys we sit out there, they do, they do just the podcast, and it's it's hard to get both everything working properly together. It's yeah. a new frontier. But they're interesting enough on their own. True. I, I need the community, man. So I, I, I'm really glad that we have this website so that the community can come and engage and, uh, yeah, comment on the grow questions, ask grow questions. I was talking to Fish about this. Couple, no, it wasn't Fish. I'm sorry. I was talking to uh, Soup about this uh, just yesterday and how the site really ramped up once the DGC guys like Fish, Soup, Undershade, uh, Sherlock. I, I know I'm leaving a couple of them out, but these guys go and participate in the grow questions and they do research. They're, they're it just makes our, our job so easy. All we're doing is kind of highlighting what the, uh, what the DGC is doing and what they're learning. So it really makes our jobs easy. It makes, uh, makes it a lot easier to be interesting, dude, when we're just talking about other interesting shit that other people have done. <laughs> I told him that, that. What's the name of the show? I always keep forgetting here. When you're going to comment on the other... Oh, oh, my my Tosh point oh imitation, or is that yeah, what you're talking I said about ridiculousness or Tosh point oh? I mean, they've done it for a hundred years. I remember real TV in the '90s was my favorite one. Man, the guy would just sit there. He was that guy was like completely void of personality. If it was 2016, I would tell you that guy is a fucking drone. You America's know? Funniest Home Videos, man. That's where it's at. That the, yeah, I mean, that guy was doing it, dude. That guy has a weird personality, doesn't he? Bob Saget, remember? Uh, Bob Saget, I. Had yeah, he's they corrected do, in my mind because I saw him do stand up. Yeah, you go to see him at stand up, and you, you bring your ten year old because you're like, it's the American Funniest Home Videos guy. Wait, you're talking about the Full House guy? Right? Oh yeah, he yeah. dirty, dirty, dirty man. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. Put it in the bag. You guys take it easy. Stay high. Be safe. In you know any of the form, not just the form of getting high. 
you know, that's the, that's the code. You safe, man? You hey, safe. man, be safe, brah. That's totally going to get somebody killed one day. It's going to be like like this backcountry snowboarder asking, you know, you safe, dude? Like a serious one, serious time. And he's like, yeah, I'm high. You know? And he's like, shit, I actually meant, did you bring that rope? Like, yeah. whatever. All right, yeah. we're out Are you here. clipped in? Boing. Take it easy, guys. Catch you soon. <laughs> Take her easy. Thank you.